Good day and welcome to another B2B exclusive. Our guest today is Michael Hudson, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer at Moss and Gold. Moss and Gold trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange under the ticker MAW and over the counter symbol MWSNF. Good day, Michael. Thank you for joining us on B2B interviews. It's a pleasure, Todd. Thank you for having me. Michael, I thought you might begin with a brief introduction and overview of the company's projects and present operations. Mawson Gold is, is, as you mentioned, listed on the TSX. We're a gold exploration company uh, and uh, not, not in production. We're, we're what what uh, really invigorates us all is we're explorers and pretty good explorers, had, had a lot of success. So first thing is uh, back the right people in this business because we're re- really de-riskers of of uh, of nature and and trying to find that next next big gold deposit. So we're exploring in in two key jurisdictions: Finland, which is our f- uh, flagship project up there, uh, a, a resource now that has gone through uh, two resource upgrades, and and we've got four rigs turning up there, seventy people. Uh, and so that's that's a project on a pathway, and we're really looking to repeat that in the second jurisdiction, which is in the Victorian goldfields, you know, a long way away on the other side of the world. Uh, that's been one of the key uh, goldfields historically that's sort of been forgotten pretty much since World War One. So, so uh, there's there's a number of levels of different exploration uh, in those projects, and uh, and we're drilling, 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 and and we're permitted and, and uh, fully financed. So that's another key aspect. Indeed. Now, uh, Michael, expand a bit more, if you would, on your core assets here and, and, and give us a better sense for where you are today in terms of uh, exploration studies, those resources, et cetera. So Finland has had about 60 kilometers of drilling uh, put into that asset over the last three years. And we've uh, we put out a, a, an initial resource on that about 18 months ago, doubled it to just over 700,000 ounces of gold equivalent three or four months ago. Uh, over the last few weeks, we've uh, got four rigs on the ground. It's it's the main drill season up there in Finland now when everything freezes during the winter. It makes basically super highways that we can get across swampy and wet ground. Uh, so the up until mid-April, we'll be, uh, we'll be drilling with Gusto, a 20-kilometre drill program up there. And we're looking really to take that asset uh, into a much bigger resource. Uh, our aim is north of 1 million ounces, but let's see what, uh, what happens in terms of the, the drill results. Uh, and, and then uh, that project is also going through earlier stage permitting. Uh, the locals really want that project to develop. So we're going through early EIA, environmental impact assessments and collecting all that data. That's starting to de-risk it on the other side. So, so de-risking uh, the project from a from a scale point of view and, and drilling a lot more gold uh, is is one technical aim and the other aim is uh, to to get it around the other aspects which is is working basically to drill those resources to create something that is mineable and this is a system that will get a lot bigger um, you know we can see as geologists that uh, this is this is going to be a, a a very big project but but the project is pivoting from from pure exploration into how can we make uh, some money out of this? The, the other key aspect about that asset is uh, that it's got a cobalt byproduct. So, so that puts us very firmly in the European battery supply chain. 
uh, the ethical and sustainable supply chain that they really are after up there. So, so it's got a couple of unique characteristics, and uh, and it's a it's a wonderful project to have in a gold bull market. The other uh, aspect of the company, and then you asked uh, both to go in a little bit more detail, is Victorian Goldfields. Victoria has produced 80 million ounces of gold. It's uh, it's it's been one of the super gold fields. In fact, it, it, uh, I know you're sitting over there on the west coast of of the US. It competed with California in the day in the 1850s in terms of being one of those larger gold rush discoveries for for 50 years essentially. Uh, but uh, it was really forgotten until a few years ago when a mine owned by Kirkland Lake uh, became the second highest grade gold mine on earth. Uh, that, that project's called Fosterville. It's a, it's a, it's a super mine and, and it really put Victoria back on the map. So there's only nine historic gold fields with the same form of gold as Fosterville. And we're exploring three of those nine historic fields. So we've been able to do some deals over the last year or so. I, I sit in the backyard of those projects. Literally, I'm sitting in Melbourne now. So I know the area well. And, and uh, we're, we're exploring three individual historic gold fields. So working from the known into the unknown, if you like, and, and the opportunity to look for this, these extremely high grades going to depth really hasn't been looked at in these gold fields ever. So it's really what is old is new again in, in Victoria. And we're, we've got three projects. One is looking very uh, exciting. We're, we're drilling good thick uh, intersections of, of good grade gold, 10 to 20 metres at three to four grams gold continuously. And, and we've got uh, a rig operating there. We've collected a lot of background data that as geologists do to, to, to de-risk these projects again, to use that term. So a lot of geophysical data and, and we're very well poised to continue making that next discovery in a, in a different part of the world and, and moving it forward just as we have done in Finland. As we look at both of these plays, educate us a bit more in terms of the infrastructure within these regions as it relates to resource development, production, et cetera. Yeah, so you, it's no good exploring and finding gold if you can't advance projects. And, and uh, I've spent a long career uh, in many different parts of the world. And, and I think I've landed in, in two places that um, you know, I'm pretty happy operating, two tier one jurisdictions essentially that want and, and uh, recognise mining. So I think Australia is uh, very well recognised for its mining pedigree. And Victoria actually um, was, as I mentioned, one of those supersonic gold fields in the, in the 1850s to early 1900s, but it has been forgotten. Uh, and most of the mining went across to Western Australia. But nevertheless, there's, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's great infrastructure and, and a desire to have mining. And you know, a lot of people see the benefit of Fosterville and the region that we're working and it's brought a lot of employment. And, and in this post-COVID world, it, it's working here, even in Australia, we see a lot of demand for regional investment and development. So, so we're being welcomed into the Victorian goldfields. Uh, in, in without any doubt. And then up in Finland, it's, it's fairly similar, uh, very resource-based uh, part of the world. Uh, forestry was the, one of the main industries there until the mechanisation of that industry. So you've got local people who really want the project. And, and, uh, and you know, unlike your North American part of the world where the Arctic Circle would uh, imply almost impossible conditions for most of the year. This has uh, got the Gulf Stream coming through that part of Europe. So, so it's, uh, it's got people you know, living up in that part of the world, but, uh, but fairly sparsely. So I think we've got three 
three cottages on on something like 30,000 uh, hectares of land. Uh, but nevertheless, lots of roads, power, and um, a town of 50,000, 50 kilometres away. So, so relatively well-placed in terms of infrastructure, but not too much infrastructure to be impactful. Now, Michael, how is the company presently positioned in terms of strategic or joint venture partners? And, and will you, in fact, look to M&A activities moving forward in the near to midterm? We have two other projects actually in, in the company that we haven't even mentioned. One is a, a joint venture with the largest landholder in the US and we have a project in Oregon. Now that, uh, that project, we actually have joint ventured out to a third party. So the, the, uh, the, 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 the landholder has a royalty on that project and we've got a 20% free carry and the third party's spending the money to earn their 80%. So that, that's already been done in that part. And then we have other projects along strike from uh, one of the world's largest silver mines up in Queensland in Australia and the Queensland government in this post-COVID recovery world has actually funded us for a few hundred thousand dollars to drill uh, up in, on, on that project. So that's not costing shareholders anything. Uh, with respect to your other question around our other projects, uh, there's no better way to create value than, uh, than drill uh, resources. And, and that's what we're very focused on doing, drilling out these, these uh, projects that we have, creating resources of significance and working them up, de-risking them. And, and then we'll see what happens, um, you know, in a, in, a, in a bull market, these assets uh, become, uh, are very rare. The, the majors aren't replacing their resources and, and we're doing what, uh, what they want, want or need um, in terms of creating resources of scale. So these will be assets in demand as we go forward. We know that, but uh, at the moment we own them all 100% and um, we'll go and try and uh, create value via the drill string. So what is it then that is so unique about Moss and Gold? What is it that will define and differentiate this company from others in the industry? Well, I think you can look at the places in which we're exploring. We've got uh, two tier one jurisdictions. So that means we can get on the ground. We're permitted and able to get things done. Uh, it, it has a whole lot of other, other implications in terms of the, the people that we can fine to work with us um, and talking about people. I mean, you, you need to back people in this industry because it always doesn't work in a straight line. Of course, nature is very hard to second guess. And, and, then, and then the quality of the projects, you'll, I think you need to do a deeper dive or your listeners do and, and you'll see that uh, they're very, very robust projects and, and, and at unique positions um, in, in terms of moving projects forward. So you've got a very solid base in terms of Finland. Uh, that's been de-risked a fair bit and the, and the, and the wonderful opportunity of discovery uh, in Australia um, from, a, from an earlier stage project. So, so you've got all those aspects. And as I mentioned, we're fully funded. We've got something like $12 million Canadian in the bank that will see us through the year and, and lots of drill rigs turning. We've got five rigs turning right at the moment. So a huge amount of news flow coming through over the next uh, well, six months at the very minimum. So, and fully permitted. So, so the right people, the right projects uh, with the right permits and dollars at the right time. Let's talk a bit more about that expertise in place here. What can you tell us now about this present board and management team at Moss and Gold? So we're a bunch of explorers primarily, and uh, and and that's what we need to do, and that's what we've uh, what that's what we've done in the, in the last uh, bull run. We took uh, 
uh, a couple of discoveries from literally zero to, to half a billion dollars uh, over a few years uh, through, through discovery in, in the Nordics. Um, so we know the Nordics very well, and, and that's what we're aiming to do again here. But uh, you can't do everything by just being geologists, and, and, and we've learnt over the years, very experienced board and, and management, that we need a lot of other people around us. So we have on the board, we have capital market people who, who sit in Toronto and know the markets very well, ex-bankers and analysts. We've got ex-private equity uh, uh, people on our board who, who've managed money for for investment into the mining industry for for many many years, and and then the other key aspect is is get advancing projects. So we actually have an, an, an ex environmental regulator from Finland who sits on our board, um, and she runs our business up in Finland also. So it's really a, a, a dual approach. Uh, you can't just want to find things and and not have all those other people around you to 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 make a well oiled machine and, and I think we're pretty well placed in that respect. So Michael, briefly in closing, let's recap if you would leave us with a few quick points here. Why should investors consider a long-term position in Moss and Gold? And, and the key point you just make there is a, is a long-term position. And, and that's really what we're trying to do in here in terms of making a, a business over the, the, the medium to long-term or, or to create a business that's going to increase in value dramatically over the, the medium to long-term. And, and that's going to come through continued discovery and, and working towards building a mining project in Finland. So that's a very solid base. And I, we raised uh, a lot of capital from some of the world's largest institutions. And, and you should know that, uh, that that's the case with our share register. We've got uh, six or seven of the world's largest gold uh, institutions and, and, uh, and, and others in our stock uh, that, that have really backed this. So this is, this is backed by, by the big players already. They like that solid base in Finland and they also like the opportunity that Victoria and the opportunity to find another Fosterville uh, presents itself. That's a higher risk strategy, but both combined uh, 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 create a, a very sustainable business in, in the mineral exploration world. And um, I think, your, your listeners can take comfort in that fact that, that we've got the, the solid base and the sparkle to, to, uh, to advance and, and, uh, and create value through drilling. And you can only do that with the capital in place. And, and we have that too. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very well poised company to take that next level up. And it really hasn't been recognized for that as yet as these projects have advanced quite quickly over the last six months. Well, that is certainly a very exciting story. Michael, it was a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you for joining us on B2B Interviews. A pleasure, Todd. Thank you for having me. Our guest today has been Michael Hudson, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer at Moss & Gold. Moss & Gold trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange under the ticker MAW and over the counter symbol MWSNF.